Welcome to the All Podcast. This is Josh Van Zweden, a licensed social worker, and... Hi, this is Lashana, also a licensed social worker. All right, today's the day we talk about boundaries. We sort of set you up last week about, uh, at the end of our show, saying that we'd talk about boundaries, and, and here we are. One of the topics that is complex for me, um, and I sort of study this stuff and teach this stuff, right? <laughs> How do you feel about the topic? I think boundaries are, I think boundaries are tough for most people, actually. I think yeah. it's something that we, um, as human beings, go back and forth on or with for the entirety of our lives. I believe it, because we're in different chapters and phases and stages of development and, and all yeah. kinds of things, right? Yeah. So figuring them out is probably not something we can do, but we can continue to learn always and improve and, and understand ourselves more wholly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 So boundaries, kind of the edges of ourselves, right? They define us. They keep us safe. They keep us ourselves and, and really should be held as sacred, right? Because they help us remain our authentic selves. And, um, I intentionally use the word sacred because we want to hold them in the forefront a lot of times, right? A lot of times like our our own values and spirituality and things like that, those things need to be our lens through which we see things, right? And those mm-hmm. sometimes are part of our boundaries as well, right? So what are the edges of ourselves and how do we let people know where those edges are? You know, and that's the establishment of me and the establishment of who I am and, and who I'll not allow other people's to impact, right? I love the term sacred. I love that you use that in when you're talking about the establishment of me. I think that wow. is so powerful because something sacred, we hold that near and dear to us. Right. And right. often we don't hold ourselves near and dear, right? We're, we always think of another person or another thing or whatever yeah. as something sacred. But Isn't Boundaries it? talks about us me you right right isn't that crazy that we don't hold ourselves near and dear to ourselves right yeah Yeah. so for me being aware of what is unacceptable and the normalizing of saying no which is terribly difficult yes yeah doing what is best for you and knowing that it's not your responsibility to sacrifice yourself for others what yeah (laughs) and i i did get that from our mind mindfullife.com um but boundaries are hard lines if you will so think of them as non-negotiables yeah right i i like that non-negotiable and it helps us define what they are too right yes and when we know what they are it's easier to relay them to people sometimes we tend to draw boundaries in the sand and they're easy to erase and or sometimes we let people step over them and cross them and then we don't understand where we begin and where we end and i think that's what's confusing sometimes it is confusing but we started out with two big words so sacred and sacrifice wow Wow. two s's (laughs) was that planned or what right (laughs) sacred and sacrifice yeah yeah wow is there an appropriate time for sacrifice Absolutely. And I think boundaries are a great way of determining that, right? Because I think, again, um, if we believe something or hold something sacred to us, we're willing generally to make a sacrifice for that. Right, right. Um, 
And like you were saying, you know, um, boundaries can change, they can be blurred, they can be crossed, right? All of those things. And I think sometimes when um, sacrifice is a question, um, all of those things can be there too. Like, you know, how do we determine what we can or if we will sacrifice. Right, yeah. right, right. It keeps us healthy of understanding what's a healthy sacrifice and what's not. Yeah. Yeah, yep, yep. And it is. I like how you said that. The things we hold sacred to us, oftentimes we can sacrifice ourselves for those things because that's who we are, right? right. Yeah, yep, yeah. yeah. Boundaries are an establishment is our next heading. We try to break things down and, and organize our conversations together and and we try to keep them very conversational for you as the listener to um, sort of feel like you're in the room with us and engaging with the conversation with us and hopefully having that desire to keep the conversation going with Mm -hmm. other people right yeah how we pay it forward but establishing ourselves is one of the hardest things to do um, for most people some people have a pretty pretty good talent at understanding what their boundaries are and and defining them clearly and, and sticking with them and things of that nature. But it's not always that easy, um, depending on different stages in our lives and, you know, developmental stages of, of course, you know, those teenage years, those younger years when we want to belong to something mm-hmm. so much that we hold that belonging almost sacred. But we're pursuing it to a degree where that fitting in piece causes us to do things that aren't us. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And for me, um, part of the establishment of boundaries, right, communication is key. Um, And as you said, some individuals are very good at setting boundaries, just that's something that they've always done and been firm in, Um, just as the same with communication, right? Some people are very good at communicating, but not Mm -hmm. everybody is. It's another area that's one of those questionable areas right and and with establishing boundaries right that's key so if you're say if you're saying that you're okay with something then say it right hey i really like this or you know that was good i enjoyed that or i'd like to do more of that whatever um right but when you're not you have to say it too right um i'm not comfortable with that or i didn't like that or or that made me feel awkward um but be careful like you also said about going back and forth with that right um that can again make boundaries confusing and so yeah communication is key in terms of yes no i like that i don't right um and being able to establish those things right right it's kind of reminds me of peer pressure um used to talk with teenagers about peer pressure quite often and if we know our answer like before we have the question asked to us (laughs) we do better at, at answering right absolutely you know someone says or do you want to try these drugs? And we're like, no, I have to um, go to the movies tonight, or I have to um, hang out with friends tonight, or I have to do this. You already have the excuse so you can say no. It makes it easier. Yeah, and a piece of that is, I think, prevention, education, right? So maybe having some of those tools, those conversations um, up front, so that, yes, um, when people are confronted with something, it doesn't kind of you know, shock them or completely catch them off guard to where they, they're not sure, right? They can right. be more firm in that boundary. So I think in terms of those types of things, it helps with that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, and people most times don't challenge that then. If you're very strong in your no, like, no, I'm not going to do that. They don't challenge that as much. And and when, when things start to be challenged 
or it feels like there's a little bit of an open door, that's, I think, when it becomes a little bit more confusing, too. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Like, where do I start and where do I end? Yeah. My kids are really good with <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> determining right. or yeah. discovering um, when I am kind of on the fence about things. And so <laughs> you're <laughs> right. right. Um, it is a way of kind of seeing your way in that door, right? When there's not such that firm, no, I have this or no, right? It's it's what you're communicating. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. And you know, the the person who we are has many roles a lot of times attached to it. You know, you mentioned you're a parent, I'm a parent, um, you know, a social worker, a therapist, uh, you name it, right? We can keep naming hats, you know, a committee person, a podcaster, whatever we want to call it, right? We have all these different hats that we can wear. And it seems like when, and correct me if I'm wrong, Lashana, it seems like when the value of one of those roles is questioned, it's like we're going to break down certain boundaries of ourselves or it's easier to break down certain boundaries of ourselves. Is that correct, do you think? Absolutely. Absolutely. And again, this is going back to that whole sacred piece, right? So um, we hold some of those hats more sacred, right? Some of those things are, are much um, more dear to us, if you will. And right. so to have those challenge, right? Um, yeah, we might have that little crack in the door, as you said, right? To <laughs> let some things scoot in and or not, right? We mm-hmm. might be very um, aware of our passion and our beliefs um, in terms of where we stand with while we're wearing that hat, if you will, right. um, which can help us reinforce um, that boundary. Yeah, yeah. It brings me back to, of course, my story with burnout, too, when I had that hat of the leader on, and I'm also a family guy and a parent, and how those roles were often in conflict, right? And, I, mm-hmm. and they can have boundaries around each one of them, right? A leader stops and ends at some point. And that's where being a parent begins, right? And when I go to work, that's when being a leader begins again, right? Um, And and some of those mesh and they kind of come together a little bit. But when they're in conflict or when we're not, you know, striving towards balance, it seems like, you know, that's when the barriers start getting broken down, right? Because I was distracted at home and, you know, I wasn't present at home as much, you know, because I'm trying to fill a shift or, you know, there's a crisis happening or something like that at work where, you know, again, I feel like I'm called into the situation rather than, you know, relying on other people to solve that issue. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. And it just almost made me laugh out loud because I thought of (laughs) an interaction I had at home with my own daughter. And yes, I was kind of still wearing a hat in my home that should have maybe been taken off before I entered the home. And my daughter knew it, right? She knew yeah. that I still was in that mind frame. And again, there was the crack in that door, right? <laughs> she saw her way in. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so she um, kind of was pulling me into my mom role. But like I said, I was still had the other hat on. And so. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes our boundaries need reestablishing and, and constant reinforcement, right? People yes. need to know who we are. Yes. Um, at what time, right? So learning to say, hey. You know, right now I'm, you know, I'm a parent and I can't, you know, go help you move a couch or, you know, right now I'm a parent and um, I can't help answer this question. So please call the on call or something like that. Right. Yes. Yeah. Seems cold, but it's not. Yes. And you bring up a good point because I think parenting is a great one because 
we have to work to pay our bills and there's all these things you know that oh, are attached yeah. to that and but when your kid is sick or in need of you as a parent right it's it's such a tug and pull and yeah but i think you make a good point in terms of learning where to say yeah you know i can't take that call right now or you know this individual is handling that or you know i'll be right. in tomorrow at whatever time right so right. reestablishing, reinforcing that um and you're also then i think um letting your children your child know also right um, the importance right. of the boundary yeah. as the parent and as the professional right because we're role modeling those things for them as well for sure and i think just respecting you know surrounding ourselves with people who respect those things too helps right Absolutely. and if i'm really good at explaining to people what my values are and how sometimes maybe they're not being met or they're in conflict right if i have a supervisor and thankfully we do have the supervisor that when we say we have a sick child you know she's like oh see you later right we'll take care of the rest right. we're like okay i'll cancel my appointments and i'll do this and i'll do that she's like no you have a sick child you're gonna be at home right, right. <laughs> so sometimes having that support system to help us like no, we can help you establish these boundaries and stay, you know, authentically you is, is an important piece too. Right? Absolutely. It's huge. It is. Yes. Yeah. 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 Learning to say no is hard though, it's because so it feels hard. selfish sometimes. It does. And I actually talk um, with individuals within the therapy session about it. I've had individuals ask me, you know, is this self-centered? Is, does this make yeah. me look self-absorbed, right? right? Taking care of themselves. Um, they're questioning that. And Ooh, yeah. um, and what I, what I often say is, no, it's great that you're learning how to create a boundary, right? Um, because we do, we're conflicted, right? Yeah, and it, yeah. it's, it's amazing to me to see um, individuals um, growing and questioning these things. And right. again, that is the beauty in the therapeutic process as well is um, we yeah. get to walk alongside these individuals and they're sharing with us and those tools in that process. Right? right. But yeah, the establishment of boundaries is huge. It is. It is. Yeah. And it's saying that I can have all of me, you know, at given times at all the time. Right. Um, because what really came to mind just there when you were saying, I can't remember what you were saying, but it, it triggered something <laughs> in my brain. Right. Wow. There's some ADHD for you. Uh, <laughs> You're in the right place. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. But I was like, okay, so I have all these roles that make me uniquely me. And sometimes when one of them is being challenged, like self-care, right? Mm -hmm. That's that's a piece of me that I need um, yes. to make sure I'm healthier in all the other roles in my life. But when that's being challenged, sometimes like, you know, does it make me a bad this role? make me a bad mom does it make me a bad dad to care for myself because then i'm not spending 100 percent of my time with my kids or when i'm home or i'm not spending 100 percent of this you know at you know work 100 percent 24 7 you know in this role right right so it's oftentimes that label again that's automatic like okay when i'm not in this role it must mean that i'm bad at all these other roles right and that's where those things start getting broken down and confusing too i don't know does that resonate with you? Yeah, this is going to be something I think uh, many of us have heard people refer to um, over time is that, you know, and I've said this within with um, clients is, you know, we can't pour into somebody else's cup if ours is empty, right? And yeah. so what you're describing is, yeah, some of those things where, yeah, we think that that's what we have to do because we do. We want to help others. We want to be there for people. Right. And 
But what we're missing sometimes is that, what about us? That self-care piece. Like, yeah. I'm exhausted, right? <laughs> right? And so what happened to my boundaries? What yeah. are my boundaries? Exactly. Where do I do that? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think we have, yeah, that all or nothing thinking, right? I have to be this role or this role or this role or this role. Rather than saying, I can be this role and right. this role and this role yeah. and this role. And all of these things can be part of me. Yes. And that's what, again, that goes back to our well-being. And that's what makes us who we are. That's our authentic selves, right? Yes. Because I am not a mom without my professional side or being a daughter or being a friend, right? All of those things play into each other and or make them better, right? Absolutely. I take pieces from all of those hats, if you will, right. to make me that mom, right? And so, yeah, absolutely. That's incredible. Yeah. And they keep us safe, right? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, having those boundaries, understanding that we can have all these roles and there's an and in there, not an or, right? Yeah. And um, it keeps us safe because it builds that harmony. I, I know we were talking in the first episode, I believe, um, about this this idea of harmony and how when our values are aligned and we're our authentic selves and we're um, on the path to thriving, you know, we are feeling this harmonious start of feeling, mm -hmm. you know, and the boundaries help us keep it that way. Right. Right. And they will be challenged. Yes, yeah. they will be challenged. But it's hard to be um, harmonious if you don't feel safe. Right. And so, yes, boundaries keep us safe. There are physical, of course, and psychological or emotional boundaries. And we can tell someone not to touch us, right? So that is an example of a physical boundary, right? Oh, sure. You know, if you're uncomfortable with somebody's touch, you can say, I'm not comfortable with that. Please don't touch me. Um, this often makes us feel safe. And if we are uncomfortable with touch for whatever reason, right, it's okay to say that. Yeah. Um, um, when someone is asking too much of us, um, as you were alluding to, right, because we're in all these various roles, um, work, school, family, et cetera, this is in relation to time and stress, right? Yeah, right. Um, and this is an example of emotional an emotional boundary, right? So again, I would just like to note here that as individuals, we really don't owe anybody an explanation or justification as to why we have a boundary. So if right. we're not comfortable with touch or whatever, we don't have to justify that, right? We just have to make sure we're communicating that we right. are, we are not okay with something. Yeah. No, I'm not okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. Just yep. like that, right? Yes. And when someone says, well, come on, it's not really that bad. No, I'm not okay with that. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it has to be pretty firm in, in those in those things too, right? So and and you know, another you know thing that comes to mind here too is just there was I don't know, a time a couple of weeks ago, we have a lot of stuff going on within a <laughs> in a semester we break down we're in a school system, so we break down things into semesters. And we always have lots of activities, right? Indeed. And we always have lots of great ideas. Well, we, <laughs> they're great ideas, <laughs> right? We're like, we want to do this and this and this and this and this and this. And finally, we have to prioritize which ones um, we want to pull off well, right? Yes. <laughs> and and make sure we prioritize those things. But uh, an example of that is, you know, we have, we want to do this um, poverty, poverty simulation, right? Yes. And it would be amazing to roll it out this semester. But I think we had to say no. Um, and and we didn't say it in a rude way, right? Sometimes we think it's a rude thing. It's like, um, we're not going to be able to pull that off very effectively, you know, with this timeline. So let's do a soft launch in the summer and do it really well in the fall, right? Yes. That's a way of saying, no, I can't do it right now. 
but we're going to do it. Here's my plan to do it because I think it's important to me too. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, we really want to give a quality um, experience. Right. And so, right. um, yeah. Um, just again, reinforcing that. And that is the establishment, right. Of who we are again as professionals. Yeah. Right. Um, and so, yeah, while we had to maybe take a step back and not get so excited about that poverty simulation, because we've all kind of agreed that, yeah, this would be a great thing. Right. Um, but yeah, realizing that, yeah, we're going to have to say no right now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's establishing and keeping us safe as professionals and, and yes. doing things effectively. Right. Yes. Um, but you know, as, as, for you as the listener, you know, boundaries and safety, of course, it always comes, I, I think consent always comes up to me, you know, kind of what Lashana was alluding to there. And that's a, it's an enthusiastic no, or an enthusiastic yes, right? There's no in between, right? right? And if people aren't respecting those things, of course, we need to report to the authorities if it's gone too far. Um, or, you know, we need to exit the relationship. You know, if people are pressuring us to do things that we don't want to do. Yes. Um, it's okay, right? It's absolutely okay. So. And finding an individual, if you feel so inclined to support you through that process, if you do decide, right? is Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Another way to be able to do that and feel safe, right? Yeah. 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 Even psychologically, if people are pushing you um, to places that you're not comfortable with, it can create a psychological unsafety environment if that made any sense, um, un unsafe environment. There we go. Yeah. We need to say, no, I I'm not going to do that. And you're, you're okay saying that, right? Hopefully you hear that from us that please be okay. Say no. If yes. you feel unsafe, leave or call the police. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's easier said than done occasionally, but you know, in those cases, please reach out. Yes. And yeah. I concur. Yes. We are here to say it is okay for you to say no. Yes. Yeah. Yep. 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 Boundaries are healthy. Boundaries are extremely healthy. <laughs> Even Ooh, though boundaries. they're hard and, <laughs> and, you know, we talk about the establishment of, of me and what is a boundary and how do we set the boundary, right? We need to know more before, right? Yes. So we know what our boundaries are before we have to establish them or reinforce them. It's a lot easier when we know them. And the way we do that is sometimes we just got to write, write them down. Yes. Practice them. Yes. That's yeah, one of my like, favorite tools to use yeah. in therapy. <laughs> right. Like, Always no, LaShawn, I'm not going to do this right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, yes. right, right. I can't walk right now. I have to do new notes or whatever. <laughs> well, hey. <laughs> right. I'm not going to dinner with you because I'm eating my salad. <laughs> That's a good boundary. Yeah. <laughs> You know, those are boundaries, right? We joke about them, but yes, we set them with each other. Yes, all the time. <laughs> right. <clears throat> so boundaries are healthy, um, and we've been affected in, in many different ways, you know, when those have been crossed. You know, for me, it was burnout early on, um, and it's been a variety of other things too, right? Sometimes it's the lack of, you know, feeling valued in a relationship, and mm -hmm. And sometimes it's just saying, hey, I'm not feeling valued, you know, and saying that piece of my boundary doesn't feel good. And that person says, OK, well, maybe that they're not going to say this right away. Right. What's your love language? Right. That's what I was going to say. Like, <laughs> wow, everybody, everybody's just well versed in love languages. Right. <laughs> but usually that's the piece that's missing. And we have to just sort of say, hey, I need more acts of service or I need um, 
some words of affirmation, mm-hmm. right? That's missing for me, right? So sometimes people don't know, you know, that they're crossing a boundary. So we need to establish one to let them know Great. and keep us healthy and safe. Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, and I've mentioned um, in episodes previously um, that I have been affected by addiction throughout my life, um, which admittedly has made the creation of and adherence to boundaries extremely hard. Oh, I believe it. <laughs> oh, yeah. extremely hard. And from a very young age at that. Um, and so I've learned the hard way um, that saying no is important. And, you know, I've always wanted to help those that are struggling. I wanted them to know that I cared. Um, You know, these were and are people that I hold, or excuse me, who hold an important space in my life, right? These are people that I hold sacred to me. Yeah. Um, Ooh, good word. (laughs) And however, you know, allowing them free reign, if you will, um, has just caused me a great deal of anger, stress, worry, you know, sleepless nights, guilt. All of those not so good feelings, right? All in the name of protecting, right? Yes. And, you know, I've come to a point in my life and I, I am not going to be on this podcast and lie. I, I'm working on these things. But I'm yeah. in that space where um, I'm realizing that I have to start saying no. Right. And, you know, I do admit that, again, um, these are things that I'm working on. So I'm not perfect at it, but I, I'm doing it more often and I am conscious of it. I'm aware. Right, right. Um, and this wasn't just important for me to learn to say no and put up those boundaries in the sense of standing up for myself, but also in the sense that many of the things right, that I've been asked to do by some of those um, struggling with addiction in my life have to learn to deal with his or her own consequences as well, right? Sure, um, yeah. And so... Again, like you spoke to, it can be many relationships, many hats, right? But yep. um, part of the boundary piece is, yeah, that we're not accepting responsibility, right, for something that's not ours to accept responsibility oh, right, for. right, right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, addiction is so cunning and baffling and just completely powerful that, yeah, when we love someone who has an addiction, it's really, you know, we call it enabling and You've heard, everybody's you heard it. that Dude, word, there right? It is. Ooh, right? But that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. And yes, it's, ouch, it's hard to hear sometimes, right? It's hard to hear. But I think what you said, where you begin and where the other individual ends, it's really hard to know that addiction because they're, it's chaotic, right? It is. And yeah. everybody's kind of in that chaos. And so, yes, learning where and how to draw that line is so difficult. Um, is. And so I felt like that was a really good way to, um, illustrate boundaries if you will Um, it is it is because addiction is potentially you know fatal they say right so it could end up in death and boy is that scary when we love someone absolutely right so yes i'm going to enable and do all these things that are in a sense propelling them towards that sort of fatal end that progression of the addiction right you know and that goes with anything really codependency with you know unproductive relationships it just gets more unproductive when we're doing those things and enabling people to do things that are crossing our boundaries right and i even go back you know i parenting right no and our children right as as they grow older and they're adults right (laughs) oh my gosh drawing a boundary because again they have to learn consequences right there's all these things (laughs) that we can enable as parents too and so you know, there's just so many relationships, coworkers, friends, you know, yeah. colleagues, all these all the types things. of things that occur. You know, it's not just under the umbrella of addiction. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Yeah, my three-year-old, um, one of them, 
have two three-year-olds at home. One of them really likes <laughs> Lucky you. candy, um, like a ton of candy, and like unhealthy amounts of candy, like you wouldn't stop eating candy. But um, when I'm running behind in the morning, let's say, because he loves to like wake up first thing and like, can I have some candy? Um, and that's not okay, right? For That's not a good habit to Come form, on, to build, right? Right. <laughs> I know that as a parent, but here's where I'll cross my boundary mm. is when the whining starts. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes he's really good at whining. Um, and the crack in the door, <laughs> the crack in the door. Right. I got to get to work. I got to get this other yes. thing done. I got to have, you know, <laughs> breakfast done and all these things and the meal prep for the day and, you know, all those other things and, you know, get someone ready for school and, and all those things, it's pretty easy to be like, yeah, just have the candy, right? But what does that make it? Makes it really hard to know <laughs> the next morning yeah. for him too, right? It's confusing. Like, well, dad did it this time. And, oh, remember that time I threw that really big fit and he gave it to me anyway? Right. Right. You know, that enabling behavior is something so easy to fall into. Yes. And it <laughs> continues even into their late teens and 20s <laughs> right, right right hey even you know sometimes us as adults do things like that indeed <laughs> right. we do we make excuses like you know we'll have that extra onion ring <laughs> whatever it may be oh. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> right oh so it's a constant work and um it does keep us from going into those burnout or compassion fatigue right and those happen in all relationships right absolutely when we're no longer contributing to the relationship and we're just numb, that's compassion fatigue. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Nothing left to give. So boundaries protect us and are empowering. Ooh. Let's talk about empowerment. Yeah. We don't talk about empowerment and boundaries are me, right? That's empowering stuff. It gives us individuality. It's um it's things that keep us empowered, right? Because if I have enough fuel in my tank because I'm doing all the things that are, you know, balanced and helping me thrive, it's easier to stay empowered, right? Um, are we going to stay empowered all the time? Are we going to thrive all the time? Are we going to be happy all the time? No. No, no. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. Unfortunately no. not. <laughs> right? But the more we focus on um, continuing to fill those cups, keep those fuel tanks full, we're going to stay a little bit stronger, in our stance and in standing for our boundaries and things like that, right? It's when we're tired, hungry, lonely, tired, that halt, right? We're going to be more susceptible to breaking our boundaries. Yes, and I think boundaries are empowering because, and I say this all the time as well, it teaches us what our worth is, right? We get to know our worth, yeah. right? Um, it helps us to understand who we are, our identity. Um, yes. It reinforces the idea of individuality, right? Amen, um, yes. And, and yeah, it talks about what we like, what we don't, what we're willing to tolerate. Right, right. And what we're willing to accept responsibility for. Ooh, yeah. See, there's that piece right there, yeah. right? It's not all rainbows and butterfly, right? That would be called toxic positivity. <laughs> it's not, that's not a good thing either. Because there are, there's pieces of boundaries that are empowering when we accept responsibility for it, right? Like, yeah, I created, you know, a little bit of a whining thing in the morning, right? And it's going to be hard to break that cycle mm -hmm. because I've given the candy, right? But 
I'm going to stick to it. And that can be empowering too, right? It's, Absolutely. It's teaching someone else self-control and respect for themselves too. Yeah. And you get to learn about yourself in that process, right? Yeah. So that's empower. Anytime we're learning about ourselves, right? We might be coming from, like you said, oh, well, I gave in, right? I gave him the candy. And so you might be feeling a little down. But like you said, you're showing him and you're learning, right? So you're bettering yourself. And that's empowering. It is. Yeah. It is. It is. And, and that means to everybody out there, you know, the beautiful pieces of us, those amazing pieces of us, those ugly, not fun pieces of us, those kind of challenging pieces of us, when we're working on them through the establishment of me, it's empowering. It is. It's, it's beautiful. It is. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I hope that listeners out there realize that it is it's beautiful right none of us are perfect <laughs> none right. of us are and so learning who we are it's part of the journey of life right That's, yeah if we had it all figured out how much fun would we be having <laughs> none <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and part, right and part of that process is setting boundaries and they're going to change and they're going to blur right right and that's okay it right? is. It's the awareness piece and how we come back from it because we're resilient too. That's also part of the beauty of the human condition is that we're resilient. Yeah. Yep. And and that's where that reestablishment piece comes in. Yes. Right. We better move into our goals, I think. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Boundaries are important with our goals. They are. And man, I have not done well again. <laughs> I've really been slipping here too, I think, as the seasonal affective disorder ramps up here and... Um, but we have a great day of sunshine today, so I think we're all getting a taste of, yes, we're, we're ready to spring free, right? I hope so. I hope <laughs> to so. To stop yes. being dormant, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so healthy eating. I'm doing it five days a week, consistently, morning and afternoon. Awesome. Struggle at night a little bit. I do like, you know, last night, that ice cream cone was calling my name. <laughs> I didn't establish the boundary. I enabled myself and I had the ice cream cone. So, right. I still need to work on that night routine. Um, the exercise piece of it for me, um, I'm getting one to two per week. Really? Again, it's on Lashana. Um, this is all her responsibility. No, <laughs> no I'm drawing a line. <laughs> yes. Right, right, right. But you know, when I have that supportive person at uh, work who says, Hey, I'm going on a walk. And I'm like, all right, I'm coming with you. Um, that helps me get those exercise components in. Um, so maybe I have to rethink is morning time really the best time for exercise? Is there another time I can build it in? So I really got to evaluate that. I think over okay. the next week, cause I'm not doing so well at that. Um, Meditation practice slipped a little bit because I was jumping into my day a little quickly. Mm -hmm. um, and I started again, got back on it again this morning. Um, and it was amazing. I was in this just serene virtual world because I'm doing it through VR. And I was sitting at the end of a, a fishing dock, I think it was. Mm. Um, and there was this calm water in front of me. These trees were towering over me. And it was humbling and this grateful experience. Um, and I got to say, I was way more focused for the day. Wow. That's um, awesome. And it was, it was fun. So there's that. Sounds like a great way <laughs> to start the day. Right. I should do it more often. <laughs> like my goal says I should. <laughs> right. Right. And it's important to me. Yes. Yes. So now it's my turn and my goal of reading. Well, um, 
<sighs> I didn't pick it up again. I know last week I talked about taking a picture and sending it. I didn't even do that. Um, <laughs> and, you know, you made a good point in terms of the boundaries being applied here, too. Um, I didn't create the boundary for myself in terms of, you know what, I'm going to read because it's something I wanted to do. Right. Something I yeah. wanted to do. It's something I enjoyed, but I didn't do it. I let all that other stuff get in the way and I didn't make time for it. I didn't make space for right. my reading. And so I did not do well in that area. Which is essentially um, kind of your self-care, right? It is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you didn't take care of yourself last week. I did not. I did not. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Yuck. Um, <laughs> but, however, in asserting myself, I have... Um, I'm using my vocal skills a little more. I know initially I talked more about um, my appearance and my attire in terms of being assertive, um, but I am using my voice more. And awesome. I am baby stepping it. So, you know, in, in terms of it not always necessarily being a one to one scenario when I am asserting myself, I'm doing it in groups um, because that's a comfort yeah, for me. She hasn't progressed to the loudspeaker in the, in the school. <laughs> <laughs> So there have been a couple occasions where I have um, actually spoken out um, within my profession. And um, it was frightening, yes, but I did it. And yeah, so that goal, yes. Yes, that's amazing. Thanks. Yeah, good for you. Thank you. All right. All right. So that's all for today. Join us next week as we will discuss the mindset. This is Lashana. And Josh. Stay authentic, well, and empowered. <laughs>